0: Well, hey, friends, welcome to Tuesday, uh, March the 22nd, and today's edition of Enough for Today. We're in Psalm 38, and this is a tough psalm. We're going to finish it over the next few days. I don't know if you're going to miss it or not. I know that's probably uh, not the best thing to say. It is the Word of God, but this is a hard psalm. This is a heavy psalm. This is a psalm in which David is processing uh, some, some failure, some sin, and it's cost him. He, uh, he's really bearing up under the chastening consequences and the fact that he knows he has crossed some lines. We don't know exactly the story behind uh, this particular psalm. It could have been the incident with Bathsheba. It could have been the murder of Uriah. It could have been uh, the breaking apart of, of later in his, his life, dea- not dealing with his kids' sins and not reconciling with his son. It could have been uh, other issues that we don't know about. David was not a perfect man. He was a man after God's heart, but he was a a sinful man. And in this passage, he's teaching us how to come face-to-face, squarely face-to-face with sin, with its consequences, with the chastening of a loving God. And yet to be honest with that God and to approach him in his mercy and his long-suffering and to appeal to him, and to describe our burdens to him? Do you realize God cares about uh, the burdens that you carry, even the ones you've brought on yourself? Uh, Sometimes we think, well, I created this mess, so I'll get myself out of it. That's the wrong response. David created a mess, and he runs to God. And he says, God, I know that I've done wrong. I know these are the consequences, but God, would you help me? I'm hoping in you. I need you to hold me together. We read yesterday, hear me, verse 16, for I said, hear me, lest otherwise they should rejoice over me as enemies. When my foot slippeth, they magnify themselves against me. You see, David knows that his enemies are God's enemies, and he, he doesn't want uh, God's glory to be tarnished. Uh, he doesn't want his enemies to gloat over God or over his sin. Verse 17, I'm ready to halt. I'm, I'm about to... To fail. I'm about to give up. I'm about to quit. My sorrow is continually before me. Verse 18, for I will declare mine iniquity. I will confess. I will admit. God, I'm being honest. David's being raw. He's being honest. I will be sorry for my sin. I'm genuinely repentant over what I've done. David is owning it. No escapism, no victimization. He's not claiming to be the victim of anything, he's not blaming anybody else. He's saying, God, the the responsibility rests squarely on me. I'm the one. And then at verse 19, he's again appealing to God to intervene for the sake of his own glory in relation to the enemies. But mine enemies are lively. That is to say they are aggressive. They're energetic. They are committed to his destruction. And they're strong. See, David feels so weak in this moment. (laughs) And they that hate me wrongfully are multiplied. Oh, David's in a really bad place. Uh, He's in a dark place. and, And he is continually rehearsing through this psalm his heart to God, his experiences to God, his failures. And he's pleading to God to intervene. And God's going to intervene. He always does. He always will. And I just want to implore you again, and I want to leave this with you again, my friend. Verse 15, for in thee do I hope, O Lord. Really, that's kind of the hook of the whole psalm. Everything else is David processing his sin, the chastening, the consequences, the experiences, all of it that's affected him in every area of his life. And we said last week, this psalm is a clarification on what is chastening and rebuke and these things. It's an invitation to run to God in open repentance over our sins or bad decisions or failures, it is an experience in humiliation. Our failures are humiliating, but God resists the proud but gives grace to the humble. God responds so favorably to a contrite heart, to a heart that owns its need for God, its need for forgiveness, its need for mercy. And then we said, it's an exhortation. This psalm is a warning to us not to make the bad decisions and not to give in to the temptation that we think is going to lead to good outcomes. It never does. And then it's a reclamation. It's a reclaiming. It's a a restoring. It's a revitalizing of David's heart with God and his journey forward. So my friend, even though it's a heavy psalm, there's a lot here. How do we process our failures? Do we shame ourselves? God doesn't do that. Do we accept his chastening for a season? Of course. Do we open up our hearts to him? Yes. Does he care? Yes. Does he hope? Does he give us hope? Yes. So take hope. Walk with him. Things are going to get better. Happy Tuesday. We'll see you tomorrow.